Hello everyone, welcome back or welcome to the Driven by Purpose podcast, y'all. I'm not even going to go on a whole long tangent about where I've been, okay, because I'm, I know that some of y'all care, but some of y'all just want me to get into this word, some of y'all just want me to start dropping these gems, so we're not going to waste any time, okay, so let's just get into it. <laughs> The title of today's episode will be, You Have Been Called to Rest. It's going to be something (laughs) along those lines. But yes, Um, as you guys know, I'm one of those people, especially during my episodes, I really like bringing my own life experiences into things because I can talk from today till tomorrow about Kim Kardashian or this person and that person, but If it doesn't relate to me, I don't feel like you guys can understand me on a deeper level. So that's why I always bring up my own personal life experiences. But anyways, for those of you guys who know me personally, I am the type of person I love staying busy. (laughs) Whether it was in high school, whether it was in my first year of college, I've just always been that type of person that I love programs. I love internships. I love just working just in general. I I love everything when it comes to work. I love education, enrichment programs. That is just me as a whole. So for example, especially when the quarantine came about and when all of those things were put on hold or many of those things, like I know that some people, especially for my New York City people, I know that people was tight. When summer youth was closed, like everybody was going crazy. Everybody was going mad because especially within our generation, resting really isn't a thing. Um, Many people around my age or just in their teens, early 20s, it seems like the generation that we're in right now or seems like the, the time in life that we're in right now, it seems like everyone has something or everyone is established in some way. It's like, it's either someone has a business (laughs) venture that's loading. It's either someone's starting a clothing line or somebody's starting to do hair or somebody's selling hair or somebody's selling lashes, you know, or somebody's doing YouTube or somebody's doing this or somebody is doing that. So I'm going to talk about this in a whole different episode. Like the you know, the need or the feeling that you want to rush to do something because everyone else is doing it. I'm going to talk about that in a whole nother episode. I am still going to talk about it a little bit in this episode. But the like I said, the generation that we're living in right now, it seems like everyone's always on the run. It seems like everyone's always on the go. So sometimes it's very easy to get distracted. It's very easy to lose sight of God because we have a thousand and one things to think about. Like for those of my peoples who's out here you know with catering businesses listen you got to be making all this food for probably different events different people you're probably selling you know dozens of plates you know a lot of people they're in school full time a lot of people they're doing makeup a lot of people they're doing lashes like I said there are so many people who are doing all these great things I'm like I said I'm going to quickly dive into it but For those people who are not very artistic or for those people who don't have ideas that just flow off of the dome, it can feel like, where can I fit in? And it can feel like, dang, I got to do something. I got to be something so that I can be around these people's quote unquote level. 
And don't get me wrong, I'm so happy for our generation because it's like there are just there is just so many successful people. There's just so many ambitious groups and sets of people, you know, but it just sucks. It just sucks because certain people, especially with social media, the era that we live in, it definitely pressures certain people to start things just because other people are starting it. And <laughs> you know what? Listen, we're really going to dive into everything in this episode, um, but I just kind of want to talk about how personally I remember in one at one point in my life, I should say, I remember when everyone was selling wigs and I'm like, yo, <laughs> like I wanted some quick money. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start selling wigs. I'm going to get into this business of selling wigs. And I remember when I started learning how to make wigs, I remember I hated the process of making wigs. I remember it frustrated me so much. Despite that I was able to still produce a wig, I was still just very angry about the process. I hated sewing. I always used to prick my fingernails. I always used to prick the skin on my fingers. I would just hate the whole process of creating wigs. But because it was the thing that everyone was doing, and because it seemed almost for a minute that as a girl, you had to know how to do these things. You had to know how to make a wig. You had to know how to do makeup. You had to sell lashes. You had to do something related to beauty. It just, in one way at that time, it restricted me and it felt like, dang, this is my only option. So I have to, I have to produce. I have to do what is expected of me. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's not saying that somebody is holding a gun to my head like, oh, Tina, you have to do this right now. But hopefully you guys are getting the gist of things. At times, especially with social media, like I said, you can feel that pressure. But along the way of me, you know, creating wigs and stuff like that, despite that people were willing to sew into my proposed business, it was one of those things where I was like, this is, I realized that God was not calling me to do that. God was not calling me to do that. And this actually, this era of selling wigs, this started probably around 10th or 11th grade. Or probably before that, like ninth grade. <laughs> but like people who were really young was really getting into it around ninth or tenth grade. So I just remember that I was very interested in getting into it. But like I said, God re revealed it to me very early that, Tina, this is not for you. This is not for you. And I also realized that at that point in my life, God, what he really, really wanted me to do, because around that time in my life, I ended up going into a season of isolation, not intentionally, but God wanted me to focus on him. God wanted me to rest in him. So around that time when I wanted to start creating the wigs and all of that stuff, and then God had shortly revealed to me that he didn't want me doing that and that he wanted me to strictly focus on him. I was still being stubborn at that moment or at, <laughs> at that point. I was still being very stubborn. I didn't want to, I didn't want to surrender to his will. I didn't want to do what he wanted me to do. I didn't want to focus on him. At that time, I was still in the world. I was still, you know, I wasn't doing nothing great, great. Okay. But <laughs> around that time, I wanted to focus on everyone else. Um, <laughs> but shortly after, I don't know if I've gone into great depth about my season of isolation on my podcast but basically around 10th or 11th grade I, no it was actually around 10th grade yeah late 9th grade going into 10th grade I remember that God took all of my friends away listen I had a boo at the time God took my boo away God took 
Y'all, when I say that season was so tough for me because I'm the type of person, I'm very jovial. I'm very so like I'm the type of person I love being around people. I am very people centered many times. So when God stripped and took every single person away from me, of course, I still had family. But, you know, as a young girl, you want to kiki and ha ha with your friends. So when God st- truly stripped me and he forced me not to say he forced me, but he put me in a position where it was like, OK, at this point, you kind of really have to come and you kind of really have to surrender to my will. So around that time, especially in my season of isolation, like I said, God called me to rest. God called me to rest around that season because I didn't have any friends. <laughs> I, I'm saying I'm legit. And to God who made me, I did not have any friends whatsoever i remember i was still going back and forth with my friends at my church god was moving me from my church he was helping me to venture out friends at school had completely vanished i don't even remember why but my friends at school were gone like i said jesus took my boo away it it just seemed like everything was crashing down at that point but i remember when i would when when school would finish Listen, I don't got no friends to be going to McDonald's to Kiki and ha ha with. So I remember that I would just go home and many times I would watch sermons. Many times I would read my word. That's when I started getting into the word. That is around the time when I really started to know God in that season where I was just very upset and I was just very sad because I didn't understand why all my friends were gone. It really caused me to find out who Jesus truly was and who he truly is. If not, I always tell people, if not, that I had not went through that season of isolation where God stripped me. If I had not went through that season, I would not be who I am today. I would not be speaking on this podcast, telling you about the love of Jesus. I would not be talking on Instagram about this, that and the third. I would not be who I am. I would not be Tina at this point. So that season of isolation, when I tell you that season, it hurt. I'm going to go into greater depth one day, but y'all, that season of isolation hurt. It hurt bad. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I used to sit at lunch alone. I used to stay upstairs with teachers because I did not have friends to talk to at that point. So I would stay upstairs with teachers, do my homework with teachers, and just sit there trying to distract myself on my phone. But ain't nobody was texting your girl. <laughs> ain't nobody was texting your girl. However, God wanted me to rest in that season. Like I said, and I'm emphasizing it, God wanted me to rest in him. So I just want to encourage anybody. Listen, you don't have to do everything and you don't have to be around everyone all the time. You don't. And even I remember during the quarantine, I wanted I wanted to do before the quarantine had actually came about. I remember that I had a plan to do a summer internship and I had already been working with two other mental health organizations. So I plan to truly venture out and go deeper with working in those organizations. I had a set plan. But then when the quarantine came about, plan what? Plan who? Like my plans were completely shattered. And I remember that it came to a point where God, all he wanted me to do was just take summer classes and that was it. But I, I was on the type of time and like, God, I really want to work. I want to work. I want to do something extra, this, that, and a third. But God was calling me to just truly go to school during the summer, do extra summer classes and focus on him. 
That was it. And that was all. And it's very important to not resist the season of rest. It's very important to not downplay the season of rest. Resting is biblical. Resting is biblical. (laughs) Even God rested on the seventh day. God rested on Sabbath. So who are you to not rest? Who are you to to try and do everything all the time or to pressure yourself into becoming this person who you think you are supposed to be because society is trying to tell you to be that person and to do those things. You don't have to succumb to the pressure. And I just want to read some scripture to you guys because like I always say, it doesn't make any sense for me to be sitting here telling you guys my life and for me to be telling you guys about Jesus and I'm not giving you guys any type of word to just quench your thirst. So Luke 10 um, 40 to 42. Um, actually, no, no, no. This is Luke 10, 38 to 42. It says, as they traveled along, Jesus entered a village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to his message. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations to be made. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha. And I want you guys to just hear that. Jesus legit replied, Martha, Martha. I can imagine him just sighing like, girl, it says the Lord replied, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion and it will not be taken away from her. So how many of us i just want to ask how many of us are martha how many of us are just so focused on pursuing the things of the world i'm not saying don't be out here doing what you got to do in school and in class i'm not saying don't pursue that degree baby girl i'm not saying don't become that entrepreneurial boss that god has called you to be but have you lost sight of the good portion have you lost sight of the importance of sitting at the feet of jesus has your mind has the way you think revolved so long has it revolved so long on the things of the world that you lose sight of the importance of just listening to the messages of god There is so much revelation that you can catch when you sit at the feet of Jesus, when you sit alone with Jesus. Listen, my uncle said it one day. He said, a father cannot tell you his deepest, darkest secrets within a crowd. Many times you have to sit alone with your father. Many times, yes, you may want to be in the scene. You may want to do this and do that. But you have to make sure that you don't get distracted by all the preparations that have to be made. And (laughs) can you just listen to Martha? Martha said, Lord, do you not care? That my sister has left me to serve alone. Don't get me wrong. Martha, her approach. I I shouldn't say her approach. Her belief system, the way that she was thinking was not wrong when you think about it. Because she wanted to serve. She wanted to serve. She wanted to do her earthly. She wanted to carry out her earthly responsibilities. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. 
Because in that time period, as a woman, you were supposed to be helping with the preparations. You were supposed to be serving. You were supposed to be carrying out those things that you were called to do. However, just because you are called to do those certain things does not mean that you have to lose out on the importance of sitting at the feet of the father once again. We, we as people, we shouldn't get so wrapped up <laughs> in the things of this earth because these things shall all pass away one day. One day it's not going to matter about how many degrees you acquired. It's not going to truly matter about how many businesses you have created. It's not going to matter. It's not to say it's not to say that you're you're sinning for starting a business. It's not to say that you're sinning for getting a degree. It's not to say that you're sinning for wanting straight A's. It's not to say that you're sinning for starting a YouTube channel. It's not to say that I'm sinning for starting this podcast. However, one day, yes, I'm going to be asked on judgment day about what I did and how did I serve and everything. However, after judgment day, in the name of Jesus, I will make it to heaven. <laughs> but after that, when I'm living in heaven, all the things of this earth won't really matter. I mean, I might be able to speak to my brothers and sisters in Christ and tell them about the things that I've done on earth. But at that moment, it's not really going to matter. It's going to, what is going to matter is how I serve Jesus on this earth. And the Holy Spirit was truly convicting me about how serious I've been taking this podcast lately and how this podcast is my ministry, even though I didn't intend for it to be at all. <laughs> like when I'm telling you guys, it's so funny, like how I started this podcast and just how it's grown and flourished and how it's touched many of you guys. And I appreciate you all. But just as much basically the amount of time that I'm putting into this, it's very important that I always put God first, legit. A lot of us, we have God first in our Instagram bios, but is God truly first in your life? Does he truly come first? Before you make a decision, did you ask him? Before you said yes to that proposal of that guy who's been in your DMs asking to take you out on a date, asking to mess with you, did you ask God if he called you to be with that person? Did you ask God? Did you listen? Sometimes you even have to ask God, should I wear this today? Or God, what do you want me to wear? What do you want me to wear? Sometimes even asking God, like, what do you want to eat? Like, what, what should I eat for the day? And it's not to say that, oh, you know, God, you're trying to make sure that God controls us. No, it's a thing where you're being intimate with the father. You're creating that, that deep and that genuine relationship with the father. And it's very important to harvest that. And lately, like I said, God has been calling me to a season of rest. He has been calling me to serve. He has been calling me to be more consistent on my podcast. He has been calling me to be more serious in school. He has been calling me to do those very things. But many times he'll just call me to just sit down, watch a movie, eat some ice cream, just chill and just don't be so overly concerned about this, that and the third. Maybe sit down, watch a Christian movie, maybe sit down, read my word for a few moments, maybe just sit down and just worship him for at least 10 minutes. It's the little things that count. It's not to say that you have to read and memorize the whole Bible before the year ends and you only have one, one, one month to do so. It's not to say any of that. But it's important to just be intimate. And rest gives you that time to be intimate. Rest truly gives you that time. But the hard part about resting 
especially when you know that God is calling you to do something in the next season. That season of rest can be hard, at least for me in my life. What I realize is the season of rest has been hard for me. Is be- The reason why the season of rest has been hard for me is because I know that God is calling me to do so much more in the next season. And I just want to get to the next season already. Many of us, we just want to be that multimillionaire, you know, business owner. Many of us, we want to we want to be actors in Hollywood. Many of us, we want to be those radiologists. Many of us, we want to be those teachers, those lawyers, those doctors. And if God has called you and if it is in the will of God for you to do those things, you will become those things. However, rest in him. Speak to him. Be intimate with him. Create that relationship with him. Because you have to remember that your life I didn't even plan to go this way throughout this episode, but you have to just remember that your life is truly not your own. It's truly not your own. When you really sit and when you really realize that you have been called to live so that you can serve other people, and when you realize that your life is connected to others, your life is connected to other people. So when you are disobedient to God, when you miss out on that season of preparation, when you miss out on that season of rest, because you are in you are in this big haste you you are causing some type of strife you are causing some type of tension in the will of God and the will of God for your life like I said is connected to other people and I just want to read some more scripture to you guys which is from Genesis 16 verse 2 it says so Sarai said to Abram because their names before their names were Sarah and Abraham it was Sarai and Abram. So basically it says, so Sarai said to Abram, look now, the Lord has prevented me from bearing children. Please go to my maidservant. Perhaps I can build a family by her. And Abram listened to the voice of Sarai. Now I'm just going to say to you guys, first things first, don't settle for the Ishmael when God promised you Isaac all because you don't want to rest. The thing was, God promised Sarah and Abraham when their names were changed. I mean, even before their names were changed, God had promised to Sarah and Abraham that he was going to bring them a son and that also he was going to be the father to many nations. That was the promise of God. However, the promise of God didn't happen until many years later. But the thing was, in those gaps, like throughout that gap, the gap from when the promise was made to when the promise was fulfilled, we have to realize that God just wanted them to rest in the promise throughout the gap. He didn't want them to try and do this and to do that. However, Sarai, because of impatience, because of not wanting to rest, because of not realizing that God was simply calling her to just do nothing and to just trust him in that season and what he has said over her life, she decided to step out of the will of God and settle for the Ishmael. Now, God still makes all things great, no matter whether we step out of his will or not. But listen, I just want to appeal to somebody. Do not settle for the Ishmael when God promised you Isaac. Don't step out of the will of God. Don't be disobedient just because it doesn't feel comfortable, just because it isn't convenient. When God is calling you to just rest. So some of us, God is calling us to that season of isolation. This is around the holidays. So some, so many people have been feeling depressed many people are going through seasonal depression 
And with COVID even being around, it makes it a thousand times harder because many times you are just mainly by yourself. If you don't have a job that is not virtual, for those of us who are students, it can get hard. Like, I know that for me, I'm not living at home currently. I'm living on campus. For for many of you guys who know me personally, I'm a resident assistant on my campus. So I am in my dorm room when I'm not working. I'm in my dorm room 24-7 because classes are online. So all type of human contact, it is all virtual. So it can get very hard. But I know that God is trying to teach me so much in this season where I guess you can say I'm once again isolated. Don't get me wrong. I'm in a different place of life where I have an abundance of friends now who are walking in the will of God. And I'm so grateful for all of them. However, when I'm in this room alone and when God, when the Holy Spirit is ministering to me, when I'm able to dream dreams and have visions, in these moments are important. Do not take the season of preparation. Do not take the season of rest. Do not take these seasons lightly. Even the season of singleness, when God is telling you to rest and to not talk to that, to that nappy-headed boy, (laughs) when God is telling you to not talk to another nappy-headed girl, to just truly rest, to truly work on yourself, to truly get your self-control together, to stop watching pornography, when God is telling you to rest in him, to surrender to him, it can become hard. Because once again, as especially as teenagers, sometimes we just want to focus so much on the world. But my brother and my sister, it is time to rest because many of us have been called to rest in this season. And I feel that another reason why many of us don't like to rest is secretly because many of us are still hurting and many of us are still broken. So the way in which we don't have to heal is we distract ourselves with a thousand and one different things to do. We try to be overly ambitious so that we don't have to focus on the fact that many of us are still broken. Many of us still have daddy issues that we have not conquered, that we have not faced. Many of us have mommy issues. Many of us just have issues in general, whether it's soul ties Whatever it may be, many of us have deep-rooted issues. Many of us have went through deep-rooted trauma. There are some of you guys who have been molested. There are some of you guys who have went through some very tough things in life. And the way in which we quote-unquote heal, especially within our generation, is we put on a face mask and we put on some Janae Aiko and we out here jamming. Like, listen, baby girl, baby boy. You listening to Dave East, you listening to Drake, that is not going to heal you, okay? (laughs) Okay, you have to look at that trauma face to face. You have to look at that abuse face to face. You have to look at that soul tie face to face. And you have to realize that this, I don't, like, you have to get to that point where you don't like to be empty anymore. And I remember one preacher, he said it, he said, are you whole Or are you full of holes? And many of us do have to ask ourselves that question. It's time to put aside all the the nonsense. It's time to put aside all the fronting. Because when you have to lay in that bed alone, when you have to lay in that bed alone, how do you truly feel about yourself? Like, how do you feel about yourself? And I don't even know how I got here. But I just know that so many people within our, our community, within this generation, are so broken just so broken and it it breaks my heart 
it truly breaks my heart. I remember one day I was scrolling through Instagram and I remember one girl that I have on Instagram. Of course, I'm not going to share her name whatsoever, but this girl, I remember she always used to post a lot of things where she would be very quote unquote happy. You know, she would be jamming to a lot of secular music and she would be chilling, you know, twerking, all that stuff, showing her, you know, showing her stuff or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Okay, she would be showing her stuff. And I remember I would always see her and I'd be like, okay, you know, like, like, okay, period. Like, sometimes I would say, as you should, Lord, forgive me <laughs> in, my, in my head. I'd be like, as you should, girl, you know, because her body is nice. Okay, sis. I'm like, okay, girl, you know, but there was this one day, but despite that, before I even get into that, before I even get all the way into that, even though she would always post that she was quote unquote happy, I'm the type of person where my discernment can, can be very strong at times. So sometimes I can see when people are still broken. I can see when people are still holding things back. I can see when people are still hurting. I can see and I can definitely read in between the lines. So I remember there was this one day where I was just chilling on Instagram again. Like this was probably like one or two months later. And I remember that, you know, Instagram just it it pushes to the next person. Like after you finish watching the story, it goes on to the next person. I remember it clicked on to her to her story and I remember she was just bawling just crying about how she's just been so depressed and how she just hates life and how she's just so uncontent and how she was having suicidal thoughts and she's been having these suicidal thoughts for so long y'all when I say I watched that story over and over again for probably for a few minutes just because not to really say that I was shocked but it just really broke my heart because that is the story of many that is the story of many especially during quarantine many of us have been called to face our demons many of us have been called to stay at home so that we can look those demons into the face and be like okay I need to get rid of this enough is enough but however many of us are still doing nonsense (laughs) we are still doing nonsense we are still outside partying. Listen, Corona did not stop a lot of these New York City folk. A lot of y'all was still at parties getting lit, <laughs> no matter the weather. So listen, nothing stopped many of you guys. But I feel like this quarantine, one of the lessons that I feel that God wanted us to take from this was to rest at his feet, was to sit as to sit at his feet and to seek him. However, that lesson went over the heads of many. But I just want to talk to a brother or a sister that it's truly time to heal. It's truly time to heal. It's truly time to really put aside the BS. Because the thing is, if you can still think about certain people and you're still angry and you're still upset about the situation, or if you can, or if you think too much about certain situations, listen, actually, I'm not even going to tell you signs of how you should know that you need to heal. Because the thing is, many of you guys know that you need to heal, but you're still denying it in your head. Many of you guys know that this message is for you, that you still have not healed, that you're still resenting your father, that you're still in a place where you're still angry at friends or you're angry at this uncle or this auntie or you're just angry at how life has done you and you're just so broken, but you would never own up to it. Many of you guys know that this message is for you, that you still have something to heal from. So it is time to truly rest. It's time to put aside everything. And I'm not saying to drop out of school or anything, but it's time that at least for... 
a few minutes of your day that you truly appeal to God to truly heal your heart. I remember I was talking to God, especially recently. I just been telling God, Lord, just make my heart whole. Make my heart whole, Lord. Make my heart whole. Make me content in all that I do, Lord. Allow me to not be focused on other people or be focused on this and that. Because like I said, many times you could get so caught up in success. You could get so caught up in the idea, or or should I say, you could get so caught up in the idea of success that you lose out on God. I'm 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 gonna talk about this last story real quick before I hop off of this. But I was even watching this YouTuber legit yesterday and she was crying because she was like she just wants to be bigger she just wants to be famous so bad however on in that same token despite that she was saying she was famous she was also crying because so many people are you know giving her so much hate and in one way she's not really able to take the hate so a lot of people in the comments were saying how can you want to be this big person this big influencer when you really are not able to truly take the hate or the constructive criticism. It's like many times we love that idea of becoming famous because we think that we're going to acquire or we think that we're going to obtain this new sense of life, this new perspective of life. So many of us, we want money. We want that big house. We want this and a third because we think that we're truly going to be happy when we get those things. But the thing about life is you have to be happy even when you have nothing. You have to be happy when you have nothing and when you have something. Contentment is for both seasons of your life. And like I said, I don't even know how I got here. But even when I was younger, I wanted to do all these big and elaborate things so that I could be validated by other people so that I can feel like I was this big and this bad person. But God truly made me realize, firstly, that those, those things, once again, they're not going to matter. They are not going to matter down the line. They will not matter. And it's like, if your mind state isn't on Jesus, if this quarantine has not taught everyone one thing, it's like, you really have to get it together with Jesus, my friend, my sister, my brother. You really got to get it together with Jesus because this, this earth is passing away. This earth is passing away. There have been so many people that have passed away, y'all. So many people that have passed away. Celebrities. Even people around my age, people are passing away left and right, and we are still here. We're here for a purpose, and God is just truly giving us grace to truly get it together. But some of us are still missing the hint. God is sending you sign after sign that you need to rest. God is sending you sign after sign to just listen, to just focus on him. God is sending you sign after sign that you need to heal, but you're still ignoring it. How many signs do you need? (laughs) How many signs do you need? (laughs) Like, y'all, once again, I don't even know how I got here, but legit, before I even started this episode, I said, Holy Spirit, take over, and Holy Spirit, say what you need to say, and Holy Spirit, make sure that this podcast episode just impacts at least one person, or that somebody feels comforted, or somebody feels like, damn, this word is for me, so if you are that person, God bless you, but sister or brother, rest in the Lord. Rest in him. There are so many things that I want to talk about on this platform. And the Lord has just been putting so many different things on my heart and everything. And my heart has just become so tender and so soft to service, to the acts of service. Like just realizing lately that this podcast is a form of ministry. And that some of you guys, even when I'm inconsistent, you guys tune in episode after episode. Like that always appeals to me. 
that always appeals to me because this is essentially what's going to matter for me. Don't get me wrong. I'm still on the way to getting this degree, period, point blank. Okay, listen, I'm still out here trying to <laughs> not even trying, but I'm still out here getting these YouTube checks, period. Okay, I'm still out here doing my little internships and all that great stuff, but it still doesn't take away from the fact it still doesn't. It still doesn't negate the fact that at the end of the day, that all that stuff is not going to matter. How much money I have will not matter. I can't buy my way into heaven. But what will matter is how many souls that I, how many souls that I save. Was I truly the light onto this earth? It, like those are the things that are going to matter. So I'm here and I'm appealing with you and I'm speaking with you guys because I truly do love you all. Like (laughs) when I say it, I truly mean it. I love you all with the love of the Lord. And I want you guys to understand that a season of rest, the season of preparation is important. It is very, very important. And I want you guys to truly be whole in life. I want you guys to feel fulfilled in life. I don't want you guys to have voids anymore. So if there's anything that I want to advise each and every one of you guys to do is to truly surrender your life to the Father and to tell the Father, for those of you guys who still have voids, for those of you guys who still seek validation, for those of you guys who can't rest for nothing, you guys always have to do something. You guys always have to be distracted by the things of life because you don't want to focus on the reality. For those of you guys who are in that state of life, life it is time to truly rest it is time to truly rest and run back to the father because many of us as this semester comes to a close we don't know what we're gonna do (laughs) some of us we don't know what we're gonna do some of us we might try and distract ourselves with netflix shows or whatever but it's still not going to take away from the fact that some of you guys are still holding a void in you and that void needs to be filled and if you try and fill it with the things of the of the earth if you try and fill it with the things of the world you will never be full your cup your cup will always be half empty point blank period period like period i don't i don't even know how loud i can yell period but this is truly a period moment like come on (laughs) come on but like i said i don't even know how i've just crossed over to so many different paths but i thank god i truly thank god for the holy spirit ministering because i did not write down any notes for this episode whatsoever but i'm just thankful i'm truly in a state where i'm thankful once again i always say this at the beginning of episodes but i did want to give you guys a break if you have not already why Actually, you know what? Listen, I don't want to yell at y'all because, listen, some of y'all are not leaving reviews. And mad of you guys be listening to this podcast and y'all don't be leaving reviews. So I'm going to need all of you people who are regular consumers of this podcast to leave a review. If this podcast is touching you, if it's uplifting you, if it's convicting you, if it's ripping off your edges, if it's messing up your hairline. I'm going to need you guys to leave a review because, listen, this is how we are touching the world. This is how we are impacting souls. This is how we are bringing Jesus to more millennials. So I'm going to need you to figure out how you can leave a review. It's pretty easy. It's it's fairly easy. All you have to do is just scroll down. Uh, you actually have to go 
on my specific podcast and you have to scroll all the way down and you can easily leave a review it's probably gonna take like two seconds or if you write out something really cute and something really pretty that might take you like two minutes max so don't be stingy okay don't be stingy don't be greedy (laughs) with the resources please share with all of your friends i know that this is like an abrupt ending but i do plan to possibly go into another episode where i just go deeper and i just share more of the word and i just share more of jesus with you all so if you guys are once again if you guys are enjoying this podcast please 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 leave a review it really really helps your girl okay but also i do want to share because it just came to my mind i do want to share this song that has been touching and blessing my life it is called big y'all it is called big and it is by pastor mike jr and i just want to remind you guys before i hop off this platform that god is in the business of doing big and great things now when god does big miraculous or great things it doesn't always have to be in the form of money god doesn't only have to bless you in the form of your bank account god doesn't only have to touch and add more grace to your bank account god can touch your life god can prolong your life god can prolong the life of a family member god can add more grace to your education god can add more grace to your workplace you were probably supposed to get fired last week but god added more grace God added more grace and God added more favor onto your life. So don't always look for the monetary blessings, but just know that God is in the business of doing great, big and miraculous things. So accept and receive your blessing completely. Receive your blessing this week, my brother. Receive your blessing this week, my sister. And once again, God bless you all. And I love you all with the love of the lord (laughs) and i will see you guys in my next or not see you guys but y'all know what i mean but i will talk to you guys in another episode (laughs) later guys